Hello, I'm the Pink Phantom. Welcome to my podcast, where we will go deep into the lair of the purple worm instead of down into the rabbit hole, where we'll voyage into the astral realm of my mind and explore the verse of nerd culture. This is Phantom Thoughts. I want to talk about theater of the mind. It's a term you'll often hear used in OSR, from game masters talking about the way they prefer to run their games, as theater of the mind. This is in contrast to using maps and miniatures or on a VTT maps and tokens. The idea is that to allow the action of the RPG to take place in the imaginations of the players and the GM and use use that instead of a more tactical idea of moving miniatures and tokens around on a map. Now the Advantage of this is, of course, number one, you don't have to spend time creating detailed maps that match up with the scale of the miniatures that you're using. You don't have to spend time if you're so so inclined to painting miniatures. And in terms of VTTs, you don't have to create, you have to spend time creating maps and map effects and tokens for the various creatures and for the P- PCs that will be playing in the game. Now, the disadvantage of this, of course, is that everybody has to be kind of in sync as to what they're thinking, because it can be very easy to get confused if the uh, the descriptions that the GM gives are not exactly, don't contain enough detail, or if a player just kind of misses, you know, sometimes when you're listening to someone describe something to you, you don't quite catch everything they're getting after, or you don't understand what they're talking about, or, or maybe you just miss some details that they meant. Your mind wanders, something else catches your attention, and you, you don't know exactly what they're talking about. You have a general idea, but you don't know exactly. So when time comes to perform an action, or to have a negotiation, or to engage in combat, you're suddenly you have to s- stop, and reassess and start asking more questions. And this, this, the theater of the mind really depends on the game master and the players being able to communicate well and to be, be on that same, so that they're all on that same wavelength. Because otherwise, you're going to get a lot of confusion. You're going to get a lot of crosstalk. Oh, well, I thought we were over here. Oh, well, I thought we were doing this. Well, I thought the goblins we were fighting were set up this way. Well, I thought that the room was this kind of a shape. So it it really counts on a group knowing each other well and knowing each other's minds well so that they can work efficiently. As opposed to, you know, a map. A map which gives you, you know, a detailed map with some sort of representation of the players and the creatures on it. It doesn't necessarily have to be miniatures or tokens. It could be anything. It could be dice. It could be, you know, if you are got some candy laying around, different bits of candy. And, you know, the, the advantage of a maps-based, a maps and minis, more or less, based system of, of engaging in the tabletop play is that you're following that adage that is often given to writers of show, don't tell. 
or the the uh, saying a picture is worth a thousand words because what you're getting is a picture of what the situation is. The downside to that is that you get so engaged in moving the pieces around the board, so to speak, that you're no longer thinking quite as much creatively about the general environment because even a map is not going to give you every detail that's in a room or in an area. So you have to make sure that you pay attention to what the game master is telling you so you have an idea of what resources are around you. Because, again, in an OSR-style play, using the resources around you is very important. Taking advantage of the way situations are set up is very important. If you're trying to cross some sort of a cavern or a pit, there may be things around you that things that you brought with you or things around you that can help you bridge that gap so that you can get across versus if you're on a map now you're looking at your pieces now you're looking at the at this this pit that's in front of you and there may be a few other items represented on the map but everything's not maybe not going to be there or they won't be to a scale to t- show you that yes indeed you can bridge over that and travel across it. So the advantage of theater of the mind is it's more flexible and it's it, it makes you focus on what the game master and other players are saying and it gives you it kind of serves to jump start your imagination because you have to imagine you're in the place in the first place. The downside is you need to be on the same wavelength. And if you're trying to use something like a weapon range or a spell or with an area of effect, that may be harder to visualize without some kind of grid or something like you would have with a map. But the advantage is it can be a a faster style of play if you can get on the same page with one another. The advantage of maps is that you can see things at a glance. You can get a lot of information just from the visual instead of having to visualize. Which goes to one more thing. There are some people that can't visualize very well in their heads. There are people that just don't see that picture. They can hear the words, they can hear you describing it, but they can't see it. Not in their mind's eye. And for people like that, theater of the mind is extremely difficult. But overall, it seems to be a way of playing that is very furred in a lot of OSR-style campaigns. Now, which way of uh, composing a role-playing session is entirely group-dependent? For some, using miniatures and maps or working on a BTT may be faster and and enable a quicker pace of play for others theater of the mind may in it may in may have a quicker pace of play it really depends on the group uh and one of the things that kicked this off was i ran across just in my wanderings on the internet a condition called aphantasia which is an inability 
to to visualize things in your imagination. It's a condition that people have where they just they either visualize very poorly or they can't visualize at all. And so, you know, that kicked off the idea of theater of the mind. What would it be like for those people in theater of the mind? So uh, what kind of what how do you like to do your role playing? Do you like to do it strictly on a theater of the mind basis, whether you're doing it online or in person? Or do you prefer a more tactile approach of being able to move figures around or move tokens around and to have a more a more measured way of determining distances and ranges and area of effects and things like that let me know and that's going to do it for another episode of phantom thoughts if you have any feedback you'd like to leave you can contact me by leaving a voice message at anchor.fm slash the dash pink dash phantom or you can send an email to thepinkphantom1 at gmail.com or you can contact me on Twitter at thepinkphantom. The music in this episode was Strength of the Titans and Late Night Radio by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 4.0 license from creativecommons.org slash licenses slash buy slash 4.0